Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mark Edward Vlasic. Oh my God. rocketed to the top of everyone's trade list as we hit the all-star break. Things never, ever imagined that would be said on air at this point in time. Hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, Sabres Live. It's great to be back with Marty. I'm Brian. And yes, indeed, Marty, we saw it firsthand and it continued last night. Yeah, no, I talked to Brett Edekin yesterday. Seven, seven million per, (laughs) but he's got... Goals in three straight games. He has four in the last six. And in the calendar year 2024, he and Adam Fox lead all defense goal scorers with five. It I is know. unbelievable. This is congratulations to him because <laughs> it has been a he hasn't had five, he had five goals total in the last three years. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. so trying to I keep talked it to Brett Hedekin yesterday, yeah. Duffer. Brett Hedekin is Good their view. analyst and he's a yeah. former, you know. Uh, NHL player, great skater. And uh, I said, is this a package deal? Whenever Vlasic scores, Rudo's got to score because they did it in back-to-back games, right? But Rudo didn't score last night, but Vlasic did. Uh, no, I'll pass. Okay, I know we're going to talk trades today and maybe like a bunch of, I want to know what you've been up to, right? The last few days. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. But um, no, I don't think market where Vlasic is on my list of, uh, you know, potential trade targets. I, I don't think he's on many people's list, but it's a great story nonetheless. Pickles. Anybody with that nickname is uh, also going to be uh, someone that I, you know, tend to gravitate to. It's uh, it's one of my favorite, uh, favorite snacks, if you will. Um, is there a, by the way, thank you for jumping in yesterday, having bakes on with you, having uh the uh, foreshadowing of the eventual Pat Coletta day, which we're going to celebrate uh, yes. in short order. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, it was good. He gets uh, busy. He gets busy around that time of year when it's Pat Coletta day or week. Like we can't get Pat Coletta. He's too busy. So we decided to have him on a little earlier, but no, it was great. Talk about the, uh, the Buffalo junior Sabres girls yeah. hockey program. Yeah. And he mentioned uh, Dustin Brown and Nicole Brown and everything. So it's, it's awesome. Uh, which we'll talk more as we get here in the next, you know, few weeks on mm. uh, Sabers broadcast. Uh, just a little, you know, foreshadow. So, um, Bakes was awesome, but uh, before we talk hockey, Duffer, um, we could see a little fireplace over your right shoulder. You have a, <laughs> a feel of a, a a winter cabin. Like I don't uh, know if yeah. you're up north, out east, out west. What's going on? Well, okay, so I was able to listen to the show yesterday, thanks to some good streaming on uh, JetBlue. And uh, so I was making my way from coast to coast. And uh, yeah, so I'm in the mountains in California right now. And uh, snow is imminent. 
Uh, rain is likely for uh, the better part of my trip, but that's okay. I mean, you know, it's always nice to see uh, a different, uh, many different places, and that's kind of what this trip is all about. Started in Manhattan, a couple of great concerts to uh, to get the week rolling, including, uh, you know, very fortunate and unlikely, I would say, based on my musical preferences over the years. To uh, to have the great opportunity to see the legendary Madonna perform at oh. Madison Square Garden, uh, uh, definitely was crying once. Probably came close a couple other times. Um, it was as much theater as it was, um, you know, just a musical show. Um, and in fact, when looking at the uh, evolution of her set list. It's actually divided into seven acts. So it really is, you know, wow. a play. Um, but there was um there was a moment early, I don't know, I want to give too much away, but for anybody, because she's obviously still touring, and you know, um, but there was there was a really, really, really uh impactful moment. Um, and the stage was just brilliant, you know, like I mean, mm-hmm. almost full length of the arena and it, almost impossible to describe everything you would expect. But then when it comes to to life, you're just like, wow, it's amazing. But um, no, there was a, there was a moment where her and one of the actors performers um, kind of disappeared as if she was, you know, bending over um, grieving at his passing. And then they got lowered into the stage as if it was a casket going into the yeah. ground. And then, um, it evolved into live to tell and all these mm-hmm. banners came down vision, like um, uh, projection banners. And as the song went on and I, I, I knew, and this is not to make the story too long, but like, no matter what your age, like we look at where we're living now, um, which is still very close to post pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are things that, you will look back on later in life, especially our kids will look back and go, wow, like that was such a distinct time. Like it's an unforgettable time. So as this was evolving in the show before even the projection screens came down, I was like, oh, this, this is getting us into the AIDS era of the uh, early to mid eighties. Yep. And so all these banner projections were of people she knew and all lives lost due to AIDS. So it's overwhelming when anything like that is overwhelming, no matter where you are, but when you're in Manhattan and you almost inevitably connect dots to nine 11 mm-hmm. and you see imagery of people, right? Um, but this is the crazy and most like, how would I say I respect Madonna so much that she has been so true to herself and to those that she has supported, tried to project light upon, try to uplift um, through the entirety of her career. And she had a line late in the show. She's like, I think the, you know, the most controversial thing I've done in life is I stuck around (laughs) and it's true because People don't like dealing with her because they don't see eye to eye with her. And she has strength. Like very few people have strength and she has courage. Like few people have courage to do what she wants to do. And uh, yeah, it was an, it was an amazing show. Um, 
I, her team of performers is just, I um, just stunning. Yeah, as I you do would have a question. Imagined. Yeah, I do have a question that kind of relates back to maybe some hockey. Um, did you run into MSG ambassador Henrik Lundqvist at the concert, or I, any I, of I, uh, I, the great I, uh, people there? <laughs> the closest I got to hockey uh, royalty was I had lunch the next day with Billy Jaffe. Our good oh, friend. no way. Was, he was working on NHL Network. <laughs> he was yes. working at NHL Network. So I texted him ahead of time because I had an inkling, you know, that he might be heading there for All-Star break to, to yeah. do some shows. So, yeah, it was really great to catch up with him. Uh, so no Hank. You couldn't no even, Hank. like, talk about his uh, appearance at the uh, alumni game between the Rangers and the Islanders and his solo lap as his uh, NHL right. alumni debut. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, amazing. So I feel very fortunate. Well, good. Blessed. Uh, thank you to our friends at MSG. Uh, for you know helping that opportunity the next night i was at webster hall uh, which is a brilliant old venue that's been restored in the last 10 years and it's amazing and saw a young performer that i've seen before briston maroney who just continues to amaze and i had not been in that building when it was sold out and so if people in buffalo you know frequent the town ballroom it's about a size and a half you know bigger than the ballroom but like you know when you're in an event there when it's sold out and it, it just feels so different. And that's what that show was like. And yeah, it was, it was super fun. It was a, uh, it was a good, whatever it was, 48 hours at that in New York. And, uh, and now we'll, uh, now, well, but here's the funny part. What do I do at home every night when NHL games are on? You watch NHL games on your three screens and computer four, and phone. Four and screens and computer and to the bitter end. Last night. Oh, it's early I, out West. Last night. It's early. And I did not stay up to watch the end of San no. Jose Anaheim. <laughs> so you missed the OT? <laughs> yes. Come on. Uh, I watched the Amherst at 4 p.m. on yeah. my back deck in my little cabin here. And uh, and that was disappointing. So maybe that set the tone for <laughs> the rest of the night of my appetite for hockey. Then the Predators went out and lost again to the LA Kings. So that soured me even more. And, you know, I watched two periods of the, uh, the sharks and the ducks and obviously, um, Anaheim prevailed in overtime. So that may be the perfect launching pad. Into well, let me ask you this question because we are making a, a bit of a launching pad because you didn't watch the end of Anaheim San Jose. You didn't see Frankie Vetrano overtime game winning goal with the Anaheim ducks. Um, can I interest you in a Frank Vetrano? possible like He's trait number target? one on my list oh no way i have two guys on my list and there is only one player that i think right now uh if you're talking about if the sabers are interested in pursuing a trade to help fill the role vacated by the injured jack quinn mm -hmm. contractually no limitations decent salary next year overachieving headed towards a career year, potentially 35 goals this year. If he stays on pace, I was like, well, here's two things. I don't know if Vetrano would really want to come here. Doesn't have a choice based on clauses in his contract, but yeah, he's number one of the two man list that I have. That's amazing. You and so I are never that far re removed from Similar well, thinking. Oh. I don't know that I had him on my list so much because okay. originally I was thinking the Anaheim Ducks are not trading Frankie Vetrano. 
I well, mean, what is he doing to help them? And what are what is their well, goal this year? That's the thing, though. Then I started thinking a little bit more like, OK, he's 29 years old. Like, is he a player that the Anaheim Ducks want to move forward with? Yes, or are they more? You, you look but at are the they more into they a turn the for the, the youth? Year. No, they were trying to win this year. And that was evident yeah. by their really fast start. But then the injuries got in the way. And, you know, that happens. And but now, now you have... You traded for Cutter Godier in with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. You traded Jamie Drysdale away. Um, yeah. You have Leo Carlson. There's rumors now that hey, maybe a guy like Trevor Zegers may be on the market at some point. And right. I think that what the Anaheim Ducks are doing right now is in let's dial it back a little bit. Let's build our prospect. Let's build our younger guys. And then in three, four years down the road, we're going to be swinging for the fence. We're going to go grand salami and boom, we're going to be ready for it. Frank Vitrano, by that point, is 33 years old and he's out of a contract and maybe a UFA that's not even sticking around. And I'm thinking, okay, could the Sabres package some prospects and picks to Anaheim because they probably would like that for a Frankie Vitrano? A he's player only got that, one year left on his deal. I don't know how much you want to spend here to get him. So. I, 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 I get that, but isn't like the idea is that this year was supposed to be a year where you were making the playoffs yes. and now you're, 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 you're far. Now you're not tight to a playoff spot. You're not in a playoff spot, but isn't next year the same thing? Like next year has to be a priority. You got to get in. If you don't get in this year, you got to get in next year. Agreed. You got to do everything you can. And as a Frankie Bertrano helping you as opposed to a, and I, I know we discussed uh, prospects with Chris Baker yesterday and Lucas Rosak and Kulik and Roseanne and all these prospects that the Sabres have, but which one helps you more next year, a Frankie Vetrano or a Lucas Rusak, right? Now, that's mm -hmm. really what I'm coming down with is saying we, we – we talked about the prospects and is this a, maybe the, the way to go about to replacing Quinn and moving forward? Maybe prospects are good. And if you give them a chance and they, they overperform, they can definitely uh, help you because they're cheaper. Do you have, you control them for more years and all of that. But as a Frankie Vetrano, now, when you look at the trade list, a player that could work and, you know, I, I think he would be on my list as well. He'd be on my list with other players but Frankie Vertrano was on the list. So here's the thing when it comes to Anaheim. They did have a terrific start this year. And I do think they were trying to win more than lose based on the fact that they kept a lot of players of that ilk, the Vetrano ilk, age-wise, salary-wise. They also added Radko Gudis. Yes. Alex Kalorn. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. They got Zegers signed eventually. But when you look at right now, just alone, Killorn, Zegris, Max Jones, and Minchikov, all out, right? And these are longer, these have been longer term things. Yeah. Like that's obviously going to take, it's, they were trying to find a balance uh, without question. But for weeks, if not longer, uh, at years, at various times, most notably approaching the trade deadline, Adam Henrique's name has come up. Yeah. So that's the most common of the Ducks, you know. But if they move off of Henry, Jacob Silverberg, he's 33. Yeah, move I mean, him. He, yeah, he, he's had a tough year. Yeah, but Recent he's a Sabre UFA. Maybe they get. Oh, no, I know. But that's the thing. So how bold do they go here? Because if they're going to move Henrik and if they do move Silverberg and that's going to be for next to nothing, um, you know, do they get rid of Vetrano too? I don't know. I'm with you. Like the initial thought is I don't think they would move him, but. I think he fits. If you're looking for that short-term guy is producing well, had a good year, could come in and keep doing that and fill in for Quinn, then that's it. Who Who is number one then on your list? Because you led me to it, and I thought he was number one on your list, but he's not. So. Well, he's, he, I don't have a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on my list right now. I kind of put a lot of name, like as they came by. Like I'm, I was trying to look at some of the the trade bait lists that are out there, and some of the players that must be in conversations between GMs, and maybe that includes the Sabers or doesn't include the Sabers. Um, and so. I, at first, I kind of looked at a, a rental player, somebody that could come in for the rest of the year. Maybe you're making a push for the rest of the year, and yeah. you're saying, let's bring somebody in that won't cost a lot, although looks like he's very high on that those trade bait lists. But I thought a player that we saw twice in the last two weeks, um, they played last night, a teammate of Mark Edward Vlasic, Pickles. I thought Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair could be a, a, a guy that is a UFA. You... you Get an audition with him. Maybe mm-hmm. you you sign him long term after that. Like I've always liked Declare. Got great speed. Plays a, a, a kind of a variety of styles. He can give you some offense, but also can play the penalty kill. Can do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he'd be a player that would be a rental for this year. And then you would look at maybe signing him to next year or the year after. But Declare was one of those that I thought. Hey, can you go get an Anthony Duclair to fill in the yeah. Jack Quinn spot right now? Yeah, I mean, Duclair, unfortunately, um, has had a rather nomadic... I say unfortunately, it's good to be wanted also, but he's had a nomadic career, and to me, that name is not a new one, per se. It is in the sense that we're sitting here discussing it for the Sabres, but in league circles, Duclair's name has been out there for a long time. Is there any... Because I think we kind of landed on something in the Vetrano conversation yeah. that you know, we hadn't done on this show on air before. Is there another okay. name that maybe fits that profile for you? Okay. Yeah, like a, uh, like a more of a hockey move, more of a, okay, let's well, look at Phil and Jacqueline, a, but we're looking at yeah, uh, yeah. longer than the, the next three months. Right. Um, I don't care. Honestly, it doesn't, I, to me, every, 
I don't love the term hockey move. Any everything's oh. a hockey move. Like it's just redundant. No, you're right. It's the, we're in the game of hockey. Of course, it's a hockey move. It's a hockey so. move for now or for the future. It's a hockey move. It, right. it, it is. Thank what it you. Is. If I trade, you know, five draft picks for ten million dollars, then we could talk and about Tanner okay. Janot, It's a hockey move because you uh, like Tanner Janot. That's yeah. the whole point. I yeah. love Tanner Janot. Well, yeah, but that I'd was for a player. So. I know. I get what you're saying. If I give you a dozen sticks and in return you give me like uh, a dozen pair of skates, then it's uh, maybe it's an equipment move, not a it's hockey, a hockey move. deal. They're not baseball okay. bats and footballs, man. How about so. Morgan Frost? <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers, Morgan Frost. He's 24 years old. He's a center, but can play in the wing. So can come in and, you know, who knows? Maybe at some point yeah. you're thinking, hey, let's put Tage back to the wing. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's the case, but... Maybe you bring a center and that gives yeah. you option. He's got one uh, year left at $2.1 million. Right. And and had a contractual stalemate before this year, has had tough love moments through with John, John Torella. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I could live with that. I mean, I think, you know, he's he's someone that looked like he was trending the right way. And then this year with everything contractually that was challenging and then it just didn't launch for him the right way uh this year i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't give okay, up so a ton the former first rounder points. morgan what's that he still has 22 points in 39 games this year like right. and then last year he had 46 points he had 19 goals so you're thinking yeah. hey a 20 goal score or whatnot we live He's... in the world of having a whole bunch of guys that are right around that level like just over half a point a game like the the league is yeah. full of them that's why on any i can be okay with it and on any other day, I can be, eh, yeah. there's so many players like that. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's why Vetrano was, here's the thing. I've always liked Vetrano as a player. I, I, yep. I, think, I think he's capable. He's having a career year. Does that come with risk? Of course it does. But the risk is 3.6 next year, which is next to nothing in yeah. today's ever-increasing cap world. So I mean, you love if, Troy Terry, but he's $7 million for the next seven years. So yeah, that's a little but, different. Right, but uh, that's fine. Because when Troy was working towards that contract, he was exactly the same as Tage Thompson. Yeah. And then they differed last year in their output, but they basically had identical career paths. And mm -hmm. Troy had a tough start this year, but has gained it. If you watch all the time now, like, I mean, even if you don't watch all three periods, I played the role of scout last night. I left early. But Troy <laughs> Terry has an impact on these games. And so uh, anyway uh, not to digress but it, it, even if you went and got Petrano and he regressed back to his typical 20 to 22 next year that's that's what it should be for the salary that he's making yes so, you kind of know where you're gonna anyway I love the Morgan Frost idea keep those coming in the next month I mean the harder question is obviously should the Sabres even be pursuing anybody right now to replace well, I, Jack Wynn? That's a really tough question. I know it is. That's, yeah, like it's... But but again, maybe the question is not, should they be pursuing anybody? Is The question is, should they... Um, and maybe it's not in the next month before the trade deadline, but I would assume that before this summer's draft, like yeah. there's always two markets. There's the markets before the trade deadline and there's the market right before the draft. And they defer, right? Like there's... There's a difference in prices. There's a difference in players available. There's a difference in return. Yeah. You know, like when you're at the draft, sometimes you get in love with draft picks at the draft because you're about to use them right away. Or nothing um, at all, which is what happened last year. Yeah, exactly. And no Zero. trades whatsoever yes. in the first round last year. Like not there was nothing in the two days. It was yeah, really boring. <laughs>
Well, it was in Nashville, so we we found a way to uh, get uh, some non-boring things happening. But yes, when you look at the draft floor and the uh, excitement of trades and Gary Bettman going up to the stage and says we have a trade to announce, uh, did not happen, right? Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe the two different markets make that happen. But maybe the question is more like, okay, are the Sabers going to acquire somebody to replace Jack Wynn, or are they going to fill that internally, or? Mm-hmm. Are the Sabres going to now identify after this season or right now, who are the prospects that they say, hey, we're moving on with these guys. These are the guys we want. These are the guys we feel are going to help. And who are the prospects that are not going to be the one that they want, the one that they move on? And listen, some of them may turn out to be really good hockey players. They're good prospects. The Sabres have a ton of them. But the... the 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 reality is is that at some point you're gonna have to to make decisions on them. They're gonna be like getting into their second, third, fourth year of pro hockey. You gotta make decisions. Either they gotta be in Buffalo or they gotta give you something in return. So maybe yeah. that's the question: Is the Sabers are the Sabers more likely to acquire a piece to fill in for Jack Quinn, or are the Sabers more likely to just say, "Hey, we'll fill that spot internally," but we also have to start thinking about moving some of these prospects out because we need to be able to to cash in on, on the development that we've worked and maybe it's not with us but maybe it brings something to our uh, to our organization 100% agree but do they also have to and i ask this somewhat hypothetically because i know that this is a daily evaluation in professional sports so it's not to suggest they're not thinking this yes but does their current situation standings and injuries and otherwise also cause them to look at their core and potentially make a move there either now or later based on this season so far not living up to expectations and again part of the reason why this is two days in a row of this on this show yesterday with you and bakes today with me and you you and i um is because the trade market did heat up and it did have a major moment yesterday and for the second time this year calgary said sure division rival longtime arch nemesis vancouver we'll just give you our best available you know players at the moment and you guys go on trophy and maybe your first ever stanley cup and we'll just sit here in a different time zone and say congratulations vancouver we helped you get there for obviously you can tell by my tone it makes me sick like i would hate feeding the maple leafs like three or four or whatever good players to help them and their drought um Craig Conroy sees it differently. He traded Zadorov there earlier this year. Now he's yeah. traded Elias Lindholm for a first and Kuzmenko and prospects and potentially more depending on how far Vancouver goes in the playoffs. But this is the reality. This happens every year. I know Darren Dreger suggested maybe it doesn't, but it does. There's always a team that gets a major jump mm-hmm. ahead of the deadline, like at least a month ahead of the deadline. Vancouver's it. Vancouver's sitting in the number one spot in the NHL as we are in the all-star break right now. And isn't it so, Rutherford's calling card though, to always make a deal way ahead yes. of the deadline. Yes. And he actually, and he, funny enough, he signed himself so, first. 
then he, he signed, signed himself Alvin, and then yes. he and then he did the big deal so yeah but funny enough is he made the trade for Zadorov that which was way ahead of when we thought it was going to happen although Zadorov wanted out but still yes. he was there hey I'm ready to make the deal and he never waits even when he was in Pittsburgh he never waits for the deadline he does it three weeks ahead two weeks ahead a month ahead yeah, Pittsburgh what did he do in Carolina in Carolina is the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so that's what Jim Rutherford does. Now, funny enough, he was on, um, on uh, TSN radio station in Toronto yesterday afternoon at about 4.30 in the afternoon and said, we may not wait until after the, tra- the all-star break to start doing something. And everybody kind of was like, why would he say that? There's like five hours left before the all-star break officially kicks in why wouldn't he, he say that though but the trade was already kind of you know no, figured the point out is, is like if you're comfortable in where your feet are yeah why would you ever not speak the reality and the reality is is everybody is looking at vancouver and saying they should be going for it this year because a year ago plus they were in disarray and now they are looking down at every single team in the league in the standings right now of course you should go for it you've never won the Stanley Cup. This is a perfect storm for Vancouver. And so far, I don't so, even, like, even if Lindholm isn't close to the player he was a couple of years ago on the best line in hockey, arguably at that time, wow. he's still, I don't, you, what, you disagree? No, he had Magic Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau with him. Right. They all scored 40 goals. Right. He hasn't had that talent around him in exactly. Calgary since then. Now yeah. he's going to be playing with Elias Patterson and Brock Besser and JT Miller and whatever. Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. Elias Lindholm, is not going to be a 22 goal scorer over 82 games. He may not be 42, but maybe he's, he prorates to 30, 35. He's more of a playmaker than a goal scorer anyway, even though that year was an outlier that they all hit 40. But yeah, yeah. I get your point. Like I have no, like the, it's he's just, cheaper than Kuzmenko. Now he's a UFA this year. He's $650,000 uh, cheaper than Kuzmenko, but Lindholm is a UFA this year. Kuzmenko had another year left. Mm-hmm. Um, Kuzmenko fell out of favor with Rick Tockett. Like it went from playing 16 and a half minutes a night to 14 and a half minutes a night last year to this year. So look, that's an expandable piece. But again, that's a team that's saying, I know we have this guy. He wasn't a rookie last year because he was over 25 years old. He was 26 years old, first year in the NHL. Couldn't win rookie of the year, but he was technically a rookie first year in the NHL. Um, now in his second year, having a tougher time, but you're Vancouver. And you have a chance to go out and acquire a piece that, you know, in my opinion, I know Vegas last year won the cup, uh, with, which was not really goaltending that you can say, Hey, these are the big names, but they were efficient. Like Aiden Hill is an efficient goaltender. He's shown it this year by, by the numbers, but Vancouver now has Thatcher Demko stud in that they have a top D pairing in Quinn Hughes and Philip Hironik. Like that's what you need. And now down the middle, they have Miller. They have Elias Lindholm, and they could have Elias Pettersson. Elias Lindholm and Elias Pettersson. That's going to drive me nuts. I'm going to not know which one is Elias, which one's Elias. But well, wait till the other Elias Pettersson joins the organization. On I know that's yeah. that's not going to happen. But yeah. they could go three down the middle, or they can say, "Hey, we're going to move Pettersson to the wing and then load up our top six, Right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. And I'm thinking, okay. So again, I take it to the Sabers now, and I'm like, you're in a position where you have to figure out some of these things. Who is your stud goaltender? We're still trying to figure that out, but Lukanen has now played his way into saying, hey, look at the numbers the last month and a half. Like he is growing to, wanted to fill more of that spot. Do you have 
your top defense pair. I think we're still searching for that, but you have pieces of that. Yeah, no, two number one overall pick and Dallin and Power, whatnot. You can look at it. And down the middle, are you set up the way you want to? Well, mm-hmm. Thompson Cousins middle stat was what you were supposed to do. But okay, so if you have these pieces, everything else around can be like, okay, let's let's support those guys. Let's go. Let's let's bring them in. So I think that's why. I feel like Vancouver being aggressive is going to send some ripple effects around the league of teams saying, Hey, you know, be like Vegas, be like the Canucks, be like, you know, be like those teams, be a little bit more aggressive Mm -hmm. and it pays out. Last year, Vegas went out and got Barbashev Mm -hmm. and it didn't look like they would ever be able to keep him, but they did. Maybe that thing happens with Lindholm as well. And of course it happened. Well, Vegas in Vegas got be- let, let Riley Smith go, which was like but taking a point. part of your soul and letting it go. Cause Riley Smith was that guy, but you make your team better. Yes. And that's the thing, even though these are not uh, the same, but look at what Vancouver has already moved off of. This was a team that started the year in cap trouble, seemingly yeah. like, how are they going to improve? They moved Beauvillier. They've now moved Kuzmenko. They've been able to add parts that they think will make them even better. And Connor Garland is still on the team. They moved Horvat last year, who was their captain. It was like, you know, we're moving Bo Horvat, your captain. Like, okay, but then... Bo Horvat will probably score 30-plus here with the Islanders. He's a a point-of-game player. So it's not like it's a bad player. But it takes us back to the question that we just asked about the Sabres, and we'll continue after the break. Thorough evaluation of the core. Has it come to that, that they have to make a bolder move, regardless of where they are in the standings right now, regardless of the Jack Quinn injury? How is it impacted by the prospects? Who do they believe is next up? Amherst played last night. We'll discuss that in the big picture for the Sabres on Sabres Live after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 